0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. This is approaching the end of my second year in Australia. And when I look back on what's happened over the last 18 months, it's been an extraordinary time of change globally in so, so many ways. And I'm not going to go through all of the different ways, but I I will just allude to brexit and the u.s election which seemed to me to really give a sense of a shift in the tectonic plates politically and economically inexorably towards asia it was happening anyway but that seems to me to give it an extra shift in that direction both economically and politically and i see that as providing Australia with extraordinary opportunities to add to those that it already has, There is without doubt a wonderful innovative spirit amongst people in this country. There is amazing science and technology. There is higher education and higher education that most of the world would envy. There's the National Innovation Science agenda, there's the geographical location, and I could go on with the list of things which I believe give Australia truly extraordinary opportunities over the next few years to capitalise on the global changes that are occurring. And at UNSW we are working really hard, like our other the other 39 or so universities across Australia, to capitalise on those developments for the benefit of Australian society but also for the global community. We believe that universities are the servants of society. Servants of society locally, nationally and for the global community and we believe that passionately and we're working on that in so many ways whether it's research, education, social engagement, knowledge transfer, global impact, thought leadership, all of those things are part of our 2025 strategy because we do genuinely believe that universities are the servants of society. Society is not there to serve us. And one way in which we can make a contribution, one of them, is through knowledge transfer, driving our great ideas and discoveries out into society for the well-being of the population and economic prosperity. And there are some great examples over the last year or so the way UNSW is doing this, both at home and overseas. But at home, you just, just one example, quantum computing. Quantum computing, we do right now lead the world. It's pretty tenuous because this is an incredibly competitive area. We do lead the world, and look what's happened. The federal government, CBA, Telstra, industry in Australia has got right behind that. We now have not only a center of excellence in quantum computing, but a new company being formed to drive that forward for the good of Australia, but also for the good of the global community, we have an enormous investment in startups coming from UNSW. We've created an entire new division with a new Deputy Vice Chancellor of Enterprise to drive our innovation agenda, Brian Boyle, who is who is here today. We've, because of that, got right behind the wonderful work of the New South Wales government in establishing the Sydney School for Entrepreneurship, which your Nicholas Kay is here. Yep. Great. Um, Nicholas Kaye's is going to speak to you about that today. Another great example of things going on in Australia. But it's not just in Australia. And one of the real thrills for me over the last 18 months has been the establishment of our torch relationship with China. There are 150 science parks run by the torch group in China. It drives 11% of Chinese GDP. In the very near future, we will be the first torch science park outside China at UNSW We already have $30 million worth of contracts with Chinese business, and there will be much more. And there are many, many other relationships overseas. I've just come back from a thrilling one-week trip to India and Singapore. The opportunities for us in India are just extraordinary. Whether it's in higher education, where Australia already leads the world in its um, export business, or in industry partnerships with India, the, the opportunities are truly extraordinary now I could go on for a very long time talking about this because it is such an exciting area for the University and for Australia but I just want to conclude by reflecting on the fact that it's so important that the Australian federal government has got right behind this the national innovation and science agenda is ever more important and it really has energised Australian universities to think again about the way they back that national agenda and they're rising to the challenge. Just one statistic for you to reflect on. We produced a report last year with Deloitte, which showed that Australian universities, through the research that they generate and push out into society, contribute $160 billion per annum to Australian GDP. That's about 10% of Australian GDP. It's crucially important because Australia needs to think about diversifying its economy. That's just the tip of the iceberg. We can do much, much better than that. It sounds great, and it is great, and we need to do more, and we're all working hard to do more. But just to put it in perspective, the estimate is that Stanford University, contributes not hundred and sixty billion dollars per annum to US GDP but several trillion, two to three trillion dollars per annum and that has to be the target for us as universities to work really well with industry, to work really well with government to galvanize what we're already doing and increase it tenfold over the next decade that really really is achievable and I believe that Australian universities working with industry and government all the way to achieving that.